This is Novel Marketing, the show for novelists who aren't necessarily fond of marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors. Episode 169. I'm James L. Rupert, but as always, please call me Jim. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. And in this episode, we're going to talk about 2018 and what our most popular episodes were and what we learned through recording them. Because we realize that a lot of you might not have listened to all these episodes. Some of you are new. Some of you are coming back after a while. Some of you haven't visited for a long time. So this is going to be kind of fun to do this recap. And we're going to give you highlights of uh, like some of the best takeaways uh, from each episode. So if you want to be get a refresher course. But first, I think it'll be good as it's the Christmas season. Talk a little bit about some things that we are thankful for. And uh, I would like to, uh, to start off. I am thankful for our Patreon backers. We have over 50 backers on Patreon now that help make this show possible. Extremely thankful. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are the best. And uh, you know, we give perks to our Patreon backers. You know, uh, some of them get uh, free discounts on our courses, um, sometimes 50%. Uh, and some of our backers get, you know, uh, an exclusive episode. Uh, but a lot of our backers back just to help the show be possible. In fact, we've had backers uh, who back to have their book featured on the show at that highest level. And they never gave us the name of their book. <laughs> they just wanted to support the show. And we are so thankful uh, for you helping us uh, keep the show on the air. Another thing we're thankful for is the Facebook group, which we started fairly recently in the history of the show. And we love interacting with you on that Facebook group. And if you're not part of it, real easy to join. Uh, right now we have it set. So everybody that <laughs> applies to join automatically gets added to the group. No, it's not automatic, Jim. I, I still have to, I still accept them. <laughs> Somebody have reviews. Are you serious? Because Thomas, I have had those come in like in seconds. I go there and they are already accepted. I, I, I've been trying to beat you. <laughs> Somehow you're beating me to the punch. Yeah, so we're 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 hot on the trigger here to get you all in the Facebook group. Wow, down in Austin. Well, you are two hours ahead, Thomas. Maybe that's it. <laughs> but we are thankful for that group. We really enjoy interacting with you there. You're hearing your comments, your thoughts, your questions. Love it when you challenge us. So if you're not part of that Facebook group, we would love to have you join. And one of the things I'm thankful for is when people put into practice stuff we talk about on the episode and share their results, you know, whether it worked, whether it didn't work, and we discuss why and why not. That's really fun. That's very satisfying for us. Uh, you know, it's one thing to give tips. It's another thing to be like, hey, I put your tips into work, and now my email list went from 30 subscribers to 800 subscribers or, or whatever. Or I tried advertising, and it didn't work. You know, in other people, it did work, and we're able to learn, you know, all kinds of things. So that's educational for us, and it's a lot of fun. Um, something I'm thankful for is the student success in the book launch blueprint. I won't go into this too much, uh, but uh, we launched a new course this year, uh, the book launch blueprint, which was our first time to do a limited time course. So everyone did day one together. Everyone did day two together. If you didn't sign up by the deadline, you didn't get to go in. You can't sign up right now. Um, and that was a really fun way to do it where everyone is going through the course together. We had a special Facebook group just for that course. And uh, that's something I'm thankful for. Yeah. One of the things I'm thankful for is Thomas's baby, baby mercy. And <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, Thomas, because so I've known Thomas for a long time now. And so I've known Tom, I knew Thomas for years where he was like, God, I would really love to meet somebody. I would really love to get married. And as the years went by, there were, moments where Thomas is going, wow, is this ever going to happen? Then he meets this fantastic lady. They get married and 
Gosh, Thomas. So yeah, I'm excited about your child. Yeah. For those of you who've been listening to the show for a long time, you remember when I wrote that blog post about courtship and dating, we did some episodes about that and all the hate I got from that. Like you've, for our old time listeners, you've walked with me through this whole journey of being single and dating and finding a girl and getting married. And now we have a baby and uh, you're watching me grow up in front of your very own eyes. (laughs) (laughs) And then of course, Jim's Christy, his fifth Christy is something uh, we are thankful for winning the Christy Award is always a big deal. And uh, congratulations, Jim, on yet another Christie. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Hopefully they'll put you in the Hall of the Hall of Fame at some point. Okay. So without any further ado, though, let's get to our top 10 most downloaded episodes. So we have uh, your favorites. We asked in the Facebook group what your favorites were, but we also are looking at the raw data of what got the most votes on or most downloads. And we're going to count down from the 10th most popular to the first most popular. And our 10th most popular episode was how to develop multiple streams of money from your writing career with Joanna Penn. And in this episode, we shared an episode of the Creative Funding Show, which is Thomas's one of Thomas's other 9,000 podcasts, <laughs> not 9,000, but one of Thomas's other five podcasts where Thomas talked with Joanna about the multiple ways that you can make money from your writing career that you might never have considered. There's some basics that everyone talks about, but what Thomas and Joanna got into was some other areas that you might not have considered that can be an ongoing stream of revenue. And diversification was the key uh, takeaway. Uh, You can make money a lot of different ways. And Joanna is so fun to interview. And uh, so this way, she got a twofer. She was on both shows at the same time. Uh, Typically, on our launch podcast, we'll do a crossover episode if it's relevant. So the Liberty Buzzard will remain secret for those of you who don't (laughs) seek it out yourself. (laughs) But you should seek it out. It's a great podcast. (laughs) All right. The ninth most popular uh, podcast of 2018 was How to Write Short Stories That People People will love. And in this episode, uh, we talked about writing short stories that worked, uh, that people like, and that uh, readers want to get more of. And we talked with James Scott Bell, uh, who is a master of the craft. He's written books on the craft. And um, it was a really great episode. And a lot of you were putting it into practice on the Facebook group, uh, writing short stories. And you're going to see there's a theme here in the popular episodes of the uh, month. This is not the first time you're going to hear about short stories. (laughs) Number eight is how to blog your book ahead of time. And this was a bit of a controversial episode because it came off of a blog post that both Thomas and I read from an agent that said, no, absolutely do not blog your book ahead of time. And we're going to spoil the kicker here. We think you should blog your book ahead of time. So we go into why, how to do it, the pitfalls of it, the pros, the cons of it. And this episode, just FYI, is a little bit more focused toward nonfiction writers, really primarily for them than for fiction writers. And it was a milestone because this was our first ever episode specifically for nonfiction. So we let nonfiction folks into the party a long time ago, but we've never given something specifically for nonfiction authors because blogging a novel just doesn't really work. So this is the first skippable episode for a novelist maybe <laughs> that we've ever done. And uh, it ended up to be quite popular. So for you nonfiction folks listening, we see you in the downloads. And we love you. 
All right, number seven, our seventh most popular episode was episode 145. And we're going to have links, by the way, to all of these episodes in the show notes. If you missed any of them, you should scroll down, click on it, and you can listen to it there. Uh, But in this episode, we talked about how to craft a reader magnet to get more email subscribers. And a reader magnet is a prize or a reward that people get in exchange for giving you their email. And it can dramatically improve how fast your email list grows. And the best reader magnet to give or lead magnet to give if you're a novelist is a short story. So you'll notice this theme of short stories is a big (laughs) theme this year. Um, And once you write a short story, you're like, well, gosh, what do I do with this short story? The answer is you use it to grow your email list and to introduce people to your writing. Number six was episode 143, Book Marketing 101, author advertising. And in this episode, we talked about four advertising fundamentals that apply when buying ads on Facebook, Amazon, Goodreads, and other places. This is really interesting because some of you right now are going, what? Buy ads for my books? Does this make sense? Does it make sense as an indie author? Does it make sense as a traditional author? Does it? How does it make sense as a hybrid author? So we go into detail of what that looks like and some fundamentals when you are actually pulling the trigger and advertising on Amazon or Goodreads or Facebook or other places. And this is a great companion. One of the themes we saw, people are very interested in advertising overall, especially Amazon advertising. And this is a great second episode to listen to after you've listened to one of our episodes about advertising. In fact, a very popular episode that I cut from the list, even though I had more downloads than almost all of these episodes, uh, was from 2017 on Amazon ads. <laughs> and uh, If we'd have extended it just to either December or November of, of the previous year, it would have made the cut. Uh, but this is a very popular. And I'll just give you a quick summary of that episode, kind of the key takeaways. The first one is to have a good book. Uh, advertising helps a bad book fail faster. And we talked about what does good mean, because it's not what you think. Uh, we talked about uh, measure, measure, measure. So the key point here is if you want to be successful at advertising, you've got to measure. <laughs> you got to see what's working, what's not. Uh, the third point is to experiment. And the fourth point is to follow the Matthew principle. And to find out more about that, listen to episode 143 about author advertising. Our fifth most popular episode was How to Write to Market with Chris Fox. We've had Chris on a number of times now. I think, has it been three, Thomas? I'm not sure. I think so. Um, And he's great uh, to interview. This is a guy that's done really well as a teacher and as an author. And what Chris talked to us about is the primary way to write books that people want to read, Um, (laughs) which is really important. So the better you know what they want to read, the better your books will sell. Fairly obvious, but we get down into the minutia of, all right, what does that look like? From covers to content, we cover it all in this episode. And spoiler, the primary way to write books that people want to read is to, wait for it, write the kind of books that people want to read. (laughs) Adapt your books (laughs) for your readers. Don't try to adapt your readers for your books because you can't change other people. It's hard enough to change yourself. And, you know, it's the beginning of the year or it's the end of the year, beginning of the year. People are trying to go on diets and trying to change themselves. And that's hard. Changing somebody else. That's impossible. You can't do it. You can change yourself sometimes, but you can't change others. And so uh, this is an important marketing point is that a lot of people like people need to like the kind of book that I read. I want to write the book that's on my heart. Follow my artistic 
vision and people should just come beating a path to my door. And they put it up on Amazon and they have five reviews and they're like, why is my book not selling? It's like, because you started with yourself. You got to start with a servant's heart. You got to serve people. And to do that, you have to at least listen to what they are wanting. And we go into this with the master of this, Chris Fox. This doesn't mean you become some artless drone. This is the biggest myth that writing to market means that you have to surrender your art. That's not true. We go into it and there's a good reason why this was such a popular episode of 2018. Okay, rant over. <laughs> yeah, I would really encourage it. No, it's a, it's a good rant because I'm one of those people that says you do have to write the book of your heart. And I all my books are the book of my heart. But there's some things I do within the midst of that that I didn't realize was, I was doing subconsciously until I heard Chris talk about it. And I asked him that question. I said, I don't want to sell out. I want to still do these books that are my passion. And so we address that in the interview. And it's really interesting. The The quick answer is you can do both. You can write the book of your heart, but you have to go about it intelligently as a business person. So yeah, we encourage you to listen to that episode. And I will say as a business person, I'm all for selling out. If you sell out your first printing of your book, then you get a second printing. That's you know, a lot of pre people you just reach. So I'm with Joanna Penn here that there's nothing wrong with selling out. That's way better than not selling at all. Right. But I'm saying you do not want to write a book where you go, I don't even really want my name on it because this is not necessarily what I believe. I don't even like the story, but I knew it would sell. So I wrote it just to make money. I don't like that idea. Fair enough. And if you want to hear this conversation extended, listen to episode 151. (laughs) All right. Our fourth most popular episode. And I think this was the biggest surprise to me of these episodes uh, because I was not expecting this episode to do well. Uh, This was kind of a throwaway episode. Some episodes I put a lot of research and work into, like the um, Facebook episodes. We did one at the beginning of the year. We did one at the end of the year. And man, I did tons of research on those episodes. This one we threw together and yet it went crazy. People love this episode and I was expecting them to hate it. Everything about this episode surprised me. And it is episode 130, Myths Authors Believe. And in this episode, we talked about the myths and lies that writers uh, believe and that can derail their marketing. And I think what happened uh, with this is that people listened to this episode. They had an aha moment with one of the myths and that caused them to send it to their friends. Or they saw a friend author who was following one of the myths. And this was their subtle way of saying, hey, buddy, you're on the wrong path. <laughs> so uh, that that's the only reason I can think of why episode 130 did very well because I I would not have put this on the list if it was me, but uh, surprisingly popular. So there you go. It worked. It worked. So Thomas, what is the third most popular episode of 2018? All right. We're coming down to the top three and the third most popular episodes by downloads was how to build an email list before you're Book first book comes out using, wait for it, short stories. So there's a theme here. Uh, This episode came from a listener question from Meredith Abernathy, who asked, I keep hearing the advice to start marketing, start a newsletter as early as possible, even before you're published, even before the book comes out. But I have no books to offer in free for exchange for newsletter signups. So of course, I have zero signups. So is there something I can offer readers that they would care about? Or am I doomed to launch a book to zero 
readers. And our uh, TLDR is the answer is to write short stories. And I will say, I think part of the reason that the short story episodes are so popular this year is that that is a big part of the five-year plan. And a lot of our listeners are going through the five-year plan. We talk a lot about short stories in the five-year plan because as you develop your craft as an author, which is so critical to marketing, you've got to be a good writer. Short stories are a great way to drill on certain aspects of your writing to get better at certain aspects. If you're weak in something, you write a short story that, you know, helps you get stronger. Uh, my, uh, my brother, I think we talked about this in one of our episodes about short stories, is really struggled with dialogue. Uh, when he was an early writer, his characters all sounded like snarky versions of himself, and he wanted to learn how to write different voices for different characters. And so he wrote a short story from the perspective of a computer, He's like, what's a different perspective? And it, it's brilliant. And it was a great way of kind of getting him out of his own voice. And he did other short stories and other character voices. And is really honing that area that he sees as weak. And he's trying to turn that weakness into a strength. And so short stories are great for that. But they're also great for marketing. That's why we love short stories so much. And for those of you going through the five-year plan, you're writing a lot of short stories, which is one of the unique things I think about our plan. I think a lot of uh, other courses really downplay short stories because there's not a lot commercially you can do with short stories. Right. I mean, you can still sell them to publications and people still put together publications of short stories, but it's not as popular as it was in the, say, the 60s and 70s. But just because you can't get it printed on paper doesn't mean they're not valuable. <laughs> it's the 21st century, ladies and gentlemen. It's about to be 2019 and uh, paper is no longer king. Uh, so anyway, that was <laughs> that was the lesson there. Uh, Jim, what was our number two most popular episode? Well, I want to camp on this just for a few more seconds, Thomas, because I think it's so important. For those of you who are new to the show, if I could give you one piece of advice, it's what Thomas said, and that is practice short stories. And I read a study just the other day, and there's a lot of these studies out, so I'll just use this one example. In a university photography class, what the professor did is he said, we're going to take two groups. One group is going to take as many photos as you can. That's how you're going to get an A, based on the quantity of photos. I don't want you to care about quality at all. Well, I mean, a little bit. Uh, certainly, you want it to be decent, but I don't want you to focus on quality. I want you to focus on quantity. The other half, one photo, just make that one photo spectacular. And your grade is going to be based on that one photo. Who do you think came up with the most brilliant, beautiful, outstanding photos? Well, it was the group who took millions of shots because every time you take a photo, you're going to learn something and you're going to apply that to the next shot, the next shot, the next shot. That's writing. Everyone wants to write the novel. However, and, and if you can, going into 2019, if you can write 10 novels a quarter, do it. But most of you do not have that ability. So instead, you can write a bunch of short stories, and you are going to learn so much through that process that eventually you do come up with the brilliant novel. And it does make it easier to get feedback. A lot of beginning authors, they're making a lot of fundamental mistakes with their first novel, and they make the same mistake in chapter one, and then they make it again in chapter two and chapter three, and then they send their novel around and they get feedback like, oh my goodness, I was showing instead of telling, and then they have to go back and fix it chapter one or telling instead of showing yeah sorry telling instead of showing then they have to fix it in chapter two and then they have to fix it in chapter three and what 
you know, that's the effort to fix it was so much more painful. Whereas if they would have gotten that feedback in a short story and they fix it in 5,000 words, it's way easier than fixing it in 50,000 words. So uh, <laughs> enough commercials for short stories. Uh, let's go on to episode number two. Our second most popular episode of 2018 was episode 150, a blueprint on how to launch your book. And this was the companion episode to the how to launch your book blueprint course that we put together. It was a, it's like a summary of the course. So we taught kind of in 30 minutes, you know, the 30 minute version of the course. When we talked about each session that we're going to go into. And uh, this was a really popular episode. And it makes sense because um, this is something that every author needs. Uh, so not every author is writing short stories, right? You may be nonfiction and the short story episodes aren't for you, but every author launches a book, whether you're fiction, whether you're nonfiction, whether you're indie, whether you're traditionally published, this touches everyone, which makes sense why it was such a popular episode because everybody had something they could get out of this episode. And Thomas, is there any good news? You, you mentioned the book launch course and it was closed down to a certain amount of people. Anything going on with that? Yes, we've had a lot of people say, hey, how do I buy the book launch blueprint? And we're like, sorry, you missed the window. Uh, but we have decided we're going to be launching it again soon. So stay tuned. It's again, it's going to be a short window. Everyone's going to go through the course together. So we all do day one together. We all do day two together. So you have to sign up within the window so that you can start with everyone else. Uh, but we are going to launch it again. Uh, so good news if you missed out on it the first time. All right. And our number one most popular episode. It's time. It's time. The number one <laughs> by downloads was how to write 5,000 words an hour with Chris Fox. So uh, quick writing is really important uh, if you want to be a well-fed author. All things being equal, the author who writes more gets paid more and can send their kids through college. And also, not only do they make more money because they have more books in the market, but books promote each other and it just makes everything better. If you're a slow writer, everything gets harder. And uh, Chris Fox is the master of this. <laughs> he wrote a book, How to Write 5,000 Words an Hour. Uh, in this episode, if you listen to it, we tell you how you can get the book for free. Uh, so there's some life hacks here. <laughs> I, exclu I'd say exclusive. That's not true. Other people can get know how to get it for free. But Chris really shares in 30 minutes a core essence of that book. And it really is useful. And if you struggle with slow writing, there's a lot of really practical tips here to help you write faster. And if your goal is to write more in 2019, listening to episode 152 is uh, probably going to be an episode you won't want to miss or maybe go back and re-listen to. Uh, it's, it's such a good episode, and we're very thankful to have Chris Fox on the show. Uh, he was a listener for years before we had him on the show, and now he's our number one guest in terms of downloads. Uh, so, Chris, if you're listening, uh, yeah, anytime you want to come back, <laughs> you have a new book for authors, let's get you back on the show because uh, our listeners love you. <laughs> so, um, real quick, uh, some takeaways. Uh, Jim, what were some of your takeaways from the year? What were some big highlights? Well, the, the short stories, realizing people are starting to use these. And we've been getting emails from people saying, oh my gosh, I used your advice and I've been giving away short stories. And not only has my craft improved, but I've been building my email list. So that's fun to see when people take action on something we suggest and it helps them out in their career. Um, email list building, it's, it's great to see people embracing that to piggyback on what I just said, because that's the gold. Facebook is not 
is not the gold and your blog is not the gold. Really the gold, and this is in terms of selling books, is that email list. How about you, Thomas? Uh, the people love Chris Fox. <laughs> so that was, one, that was one of my takeaways. Chris Fox is really hot right now in the Facebook group. And we'll go to the listener favorites here in a second. Um, but uh, every time Chris Fox gets mentioned in the Facebook group, people are like, oh, and they're talking about next books he's got coming out. So uh, we, uh, he's very popular. And then um, our Facebook group, uh, that I guess is kind of a takeaway, is just how popular it was and how thankful we are for it. And we are going to get, if you are a Facebook group a listener, we're going to get to our listener favorites. But first, we have our sponsor, Jim. And our sponsor is the five-year plan to becoming a best-selling author. This, essentially in a nutshell, this is what I wish I had had when I was starting out on this publishing journey uh, in terms of of the craft and how to develop that and what books to read and what exercises to go through. And it's a quarter by quarter, step-by-step plan, all focused on how you become a best-selling author. And it's guaranteed. If after five years, it doesn't work for you, we will give you your money back. And it's guaranteed if you get 30 days into it, up to 30 days into it, and you say, you know what? I didn't realize it was going to be this much work. This is not for me. We'll give you your money back as well. So it's really a you can't lose. It's a no risk course. We've had a lot of people already go through it. Um, in terms of buying it, some went ahead because we've had some people buy it and go, I, I don't need year one or two. I get that. I really need year three, four, and five. Great. But we've been getting great feedback on it and the price is going up. You've heard us talk about that a number of times. So if you are interested, we would encourage you to get that puppy now. That's right. The first years focus on craft, like we talked about, writing short stories and writing novels and becoming good at writing. Uh, And then as the years progress, it focuses more on uh, marketing. So year three is kind of the transition year. And then years four and five are all about, uh, year four is all about building that platform ahead of time. And then year five is all about using that platform to just sell a lot of books and a lot of books that people want to read because you did the hard work in years one and two to become a better writer. So a lot of people think they can skip year one and two, but often just a little bit improvement on your writing can mean a huge improvement in your book sales. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you that, Thomas. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He's right. (laughs) But that said, <laughs> if you want to skip ahead, you're free to do that. You get the whole all five years all at once. So you don't have to wait for the course uh, to trickle out. And uh, the price is about to double. All right. So listener favorites. Uh, these were uh, specific episodes that were shouted out by people in the Facebook group. And, the, and these are in no particular order. Uh, the number one one was how to write to market with Chris Fox. So like, again, Chris Fox, super popular. That's not super surprising. Um, but here's one that did not make the list of most downloaded episodes. And that is how to create book club resources. And uh, I will say the one unfair thing to episodes that come out in November and December is that older episodes tend to get more downloads because new people to the show will go back and listen to old episodes. And so those numbers get raised. Um and, and so it's not an even playing field. And the book club resources just came out. So that was like three or four episodes ago. And um, I really like that episode. I've gotten great feedback from my clients as a uh, that they're using that and that, that they like that episode. So anyway, thanks for the shout out and the Facebook group. Uh, the next popular episode was... How to set up pre-orders for your indie book. Pre-orders are a big deal. How do you do it? We go into the details of how to do that. And a lot of people like that, that resonated with a lot of people. We've said this for years, a lot of our listeners, the majority are indie authors. So I think this one really hit people that say, okay, 
I've got my book ready. How do I get those pre-orders going? Yeah. And the reason it didn't make the top 10 downloads, I think, had a little bit to do with the fact that it was so indie focused. <laughs> so our episodes that do the best have the broadest appeal. Uh, but the indies uh, wanted to shout this one out. Uh, in 150, uh, episode 150, a blueprint on how to launch your book got shouted out. So thank you for that. That also made the top 10 list. And then finally, um, I'm going to say uh, how to develop multiple streams of money for your writing career with Joanna Penn, although people just said Joanna Penn. <laughs> so our two most popular uh, guests of this year uh, were Joanna Penn and uh, Chris Fox. And then also James Scott Bell uh, was very popular. So uh, thank you. Thank you to all of our guests, but especially thankful to those who brought their audience with them to the show. Uh, we are very thankful for you. Uh, Jim, who's our featured patron? Our featured patron this episode is Eloise White. Thank you so much, Eloise, for being a patron of the show. Her book, Soul Inspirations, will give you a new relationship with Jesus as you trust him to be your confident healer and life-giving friend. And we have a link uh, to her website in the show notes, so feel free to take a, a link there. And I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone. I think this episode is coming out on Christmas Day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this episode's coming out Christmas morning. So hopefully you were not listening to this episode when it comes out. Uh, and if this is a low download episode, it will not hurt my feelings. But we did want to just put out an episode that says, hey, thank, thank you so much to all of you who support the show, whether it's by downloading episodes or you know, commenting on Facebook or get, get, giving us money on Patreon or leaving us reviews. We really couldn't do this show and wouldn't do the show without you. We don't want to talk into an empty room. And we are so thankful uh, for every one of you. And we encourage you sometime, maybe before the new year kicks in, just to take a little time for yourself. Get away. Just spend some some quiet time thinking about the year that has just happened and thinking about the year that is to come. And again, like Thomas said, we are so thankful for you and a very, very Merry Christmas to all of you. I think this was our first year to do an episode every single week. <laughs> so uh, in the five years we've been doing this show, we've had, we had gaps. I don't know if those of you listening, our old timers know we've had big gaps sometimes. And for a year, we did every other episode. And I think 2018, we'll have had an episode come out every week on the money. Wow. Yeah. And just realizing that as we record this, I think it's our first time to be consistent and practice some of what we preach. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Anyway, Merry Christmas to you all. And as always, you've been listening to James L. Rubart and Thomas Umstadt Jr. on the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you innovative ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thanks for listening.